Email us at studio at palaceradio.net, tweet at Palace Radio, text 079 or if you want to pick up the phone, it's 0208 Now, I'm delighted to welcome into the studio Peter Guntrip and Gordon Law from Homesdale Online. Welcome, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Hello. I'm sure you've had all the jokes about Peter and Gordon and the world without love, so uh, (laughs) I'm old enough to have bought the songs. (laughs) Yeah, I think we were probably a bit uh, too young for that. Yes, (laughs) but you've heard it. Yes, you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's talk firstly about uh, the history of your amazing website, extremely popular one. Um, I think it goes back to 1999. Is that is that right? Yeah, um, we both went to the same school, so we've known each other since we were 11. Um, obviously, both diehard Palace fans, and it was about the time when we were at university. I was studying journalism, Peter was studying computer science, um, and I've always been a big fan of the fanzines i've always loved reading eagle eye and one more point and i said to peter let's just try and get something online um and he knocked up a website and i started adding content and it went from there really yeah i was uh currently as i say studying computer science and uh was getting into sort of web development and uh thought it was a good opportunity to learn the trade a little bit and um do something to um you know, help the palace cause and get people involved in on, online. So. Well, when you say you knocked up a website, uh, <laughs> I come from uh, a generation when I'm actually amazed when I switch the computer on it actually <laughs> comes on. You know, so I, I assume there's a little bit more to it than yeah. There was a lot of lot of months and hours uh, involved in getting up because I was still also kind of learning stuff as well at the same time. So, um, but yeah, it was uh, a hard summer of. Uh, getting stuff up right. and running really and uh, getting to the point where so we could you, launch it you got you got the website up and running how did you that then bring that to crystal palace fans attention um well we we managed to sort of advertise a little bit online um eventually um things like google that was still sort of in the slightly early days uh got onto that really and uh it's just sort of quite viral really and um we obviously did, you know, a good enough job for people to log on and um, it just sort of, you know, spiralled from there, really. Um, yeah, it was good. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, we recently had James Mitchell of the BBS in the studio uh, talking about the history of the BBS and uh, he could remember how many... Um, people actually signed up in the first month mm. uh, do you, uh, can you remember that with... Well, funny enough, when we... Uh, first uh launched the site um it was uh well it was probably a few hundred that that signed up initially yeah as i say back in those days that was you know quite a lot and as i say as james previously said for the bbs they were um you know getting uh, big numbers on there and um things were sort of yeah starting to move on in the internet world a little bit and um back in the day with the sort of ray beta emails and things like yep, that that yep. was uh the websites were sort of starting to become a lot more popular to for people to interact and find out so you started off in 1999 with a, a few hundred signing up and we're now up to well probably the last thing's probably about 17,000 um users that are actually active on the site um, not all of them obviously log in every day, um, but you know, we're we're seeing a growth as as the internet you know continues to 
uh, be more and more popular with people and sort of you know getting people on mobile devices uh, right. accessing it as right. well now right um so yeah it's uh you you the history of the sites uh, i find quite interesting because you got it up and running you got going and then within a relatively short time you had a uh, an approach from the rivals network didn't you to actually morph the site onto their their network For, I, I think most people know about the rivals network because um they they host a site for most clubs mm. um usually quite a small st- statuesque sort of thing not not always the easiest to read but what were the pros and cons when they approached you as to whether you should go with them or not well we wanted to remain independent um and we didn't really want to join them but rivals was huge in america at the time uh, with nfl sites hockey and and nba uh things so we kind of weighed it up and, and they had these great plans to um Look, uh, network with, with, with the fans can network between each other and share content, which is kind of good. They were going to give us this access to uh, this photo database where we can archive, where we can add wherever pictures we want. Um, they were going to give us camcorders so we'd go and do vox pops at the ground, uh, pay for the fixture list, um, hold regular conferences around the country. And it, the plan sounded really good. Uh, but we were kind of a bit reluctant to go, but we, we kind of weighed it up and thought, let's give it a shot and see what happens. And you stayed with them for just a season, I think. Yeah, you? just one season, because we they didn't really come up with what they all the promised, what they promised, so we, can't, and we, we wanted to get our independence back and our, and our control over things. The, the, the site build wasn't that great as well, and we felt we could do something better. And have we were, total control. We were buzzing with so many ideas of what we wanted to add to the site, and rivals were really the way that their systems worked. It really held us back to do what we really wanted to do. So um, that's where we sort of decided to make a it, swift it, exit. It, it's funny because for odd reasons, I've got a number of friends who are involved in the Green at Morton website, and they made the same move. They went to rivals and then went back and formed their own site and. Mm. I'm sure, as you they found, as you found that, in fact, you've been able to develop the, the developments you've made. You could never have made mm. under rivals. Absolutely, and um, eventually, rivals got. I think they got bought out by Football Three Six Five website um, back in the day. But um, I don't think if, even if you go to rivals dot net now, I don't think it actually works, or it might just redirect. You know, it's 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 a bit of a yeah. It kind of went out went out oh, quite a number of years ago, really. And, and, the whole idea sort of didn't quite take off as what they hoped in Europe. Right. So. so you developed it from there on in, and uh, I mean the the progress is quite astoni- astonishing. Um, anyone who goes onto <coughs> the site can only be impressed by it. What would you say over over the last decade or so have, have been the major innovations as far as the site's concerned? So, um, well, over the years, as I say, the whole site has been... i sort of programmed absolutely every bit of it from scratch. Um, there's, there's a message board that I programmed. Um, as I say, the latest version of the site is, is quite different to the systems that we used back in the day. Um, as I say, when we first started, it was hosted on my university-shared web space, <laughs> and... Uh, 
I think we I got a stern telling off from them eventually when the site was so popular that <laughs> we were causing them too much of a problem, so we had to look elsewhere for where we were going to host it. So um, so we started to pay for some space to, to host it. And, yeah, as I say, the message board and uh, the news and got a prediction league on there that's been very popular. Um, and we tried to sort of integrate when sort of Facebook started to become really popular that we got everyone sort of having their user profiles and they can update status and very much like um you know face facebook and show their photos we've got a huge photo gallery of um many people uploading stuff uh, across there so um and we've got our own twitter and facebook accounts now the pages so um people can log on there and uh, get all the latest um, stuff and find out what's going on on our message board you even have pages of girls in palace shirts <laughs> yes, uh, not that is, i've noticed uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it's very popular I, i've probably doubled your uh, <laughs> your attendance overnight here <laughs> yes. um th- through the the i mean obviously you've developed the thing that you've got uh, people using it right around the world now which is uh, quite extra how many would you have any idea how many countries it goes out well we have members from 90 countries 90 countries yeah. I, I, I don't think i could even list 90 countries <laughs> and when uh, when people sign up normally we uh, give them a, a selection of what country they're currently um, logging in from and um i always made sure that i wanted to include everyone so if someone they can put other and then i get an email to say that someone has logged in from a new country and Falklands I then, Islands I get there uh, I get a flag and we got make a fan in the Falklands Islands so, have we yeah, yeah. I think, yeah we've got yeah there are so so many over the years that I've added uh, over the time it's quite it's very interesting to hear these people coming logging in from from all over so yeah um, we've even as I say we've got um I think we've got over 300 odd uh, fans from Australia which is our sort of second biggest country from other than England um, and we've got a, w- a section on the site called Where Are You, which uh, is a map that people can sort of put their pin on the map, and we've got over a 1,000 people there, and so it's very useful for overseas users. You can log in and put your pin on the map, and you can actually zoom in to see other fans that are in your local area, um, maybe meet up and watch the games overseas. Amazing. And, yeah. and it's really pleasing to get emails from guys from Australia or uh, India, who say thanks very much guys you're a great resource i don't know what we do without you you know we don't get any palace coverage over here and we're and we're really grateful thanks very much so that kind of gives you a little kick of course yeah you make, it makes you feel it's all worthwhile and that's that, so. yeah what 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 event over recent times or ever has caused the most uh, people to use the well it's interesting because back in uh, when palace were in administration and uh, the sort of d-day of potentially going out of business we you probably think that maybe that was but since you know the internet has grown more and more and actually um freeman leaving for uh, bolton was uh, our most popular day to date and um who knows with playoff final maybe <laughs> we might get, yeah. get some more who knows <laughs> when um when we had James Mitchell with BBS on here, he was very, very flattering about uh, what what you do, and uh, he quite correctly made the point that people shouldn't feel they should only go on one site or the other. That you know, they're both there for Palace fans. Would you say there's a, a different profile of the users that primarily use the BBS to pri- primarily use Hosdell Online, or I don't think so. No. no. 
I think it, I think it's, it's a wide spectrum of supporters, um, young and old, male and female. Right. Mm. It's difficult to tell um, by by viewing both sites yeah. unless you get data from you know or do surveys. And yeah, but I, I think they're generally similar. Right. Right. I mean, one thing I've noticed you've developed over uh, recent times, uh, I think it's recent times, I, I certainly only became aware of it in the last year or so, is uh, your own radio. Uh, it doesn't, I should make clear, it's, it's not a rival to our one because uh, it's on at, at different times. But how did that start up? Well, we had a couple of guys approach us who did radio in their, in their, for the work, um, a guy called Mikey. And it's, we believe it's the only one of its kind in the country where where you have a fans on live radio on the internet uh, talking about football, um, and he kind of pushed that forward, um, and it's just going from strength to strength. He has guest presenters, uh, people like Chris Hamblin does a great job there, and they've had fantastic guests. Ramage was on last week. Steve Paris has been on a few times, and we let him deal with that side of things because he's the expert. Uh, in fact, I think I'm right in saying that when Steve Parrish recently wanted to make some announcements to the press, his method of doing it was to go on to Homestale Online Radio, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He, um, he was. He's been very vocal in the support for you know, the fan sites, and he's very much uh, a fan himself, obviously. And um, yeah, he he often says that he you know loves logging into our site. And um, I actually, <laughs> funny enough, went. Uh, for a bit of a sort of interview with uh, Steve, um, he sent me an email and said uh, he really liked our site and uh, was wondering whether his his uh, uh, advertising business would, uh, you know, might <laughs> might be able to be uh, a good asset for them. But we kind of went there and actually, sort of, in the end, it didn't sort of work out. But it was quite interesting to go to uh, Tag's uh, central offices yeah, and uh, talk to him about that. I didn't actually talk direct to Steve, but yeah, his, uh, and his assistant. Uh, just to finish off with, what would you say? Uh, you've obviously developed an almost different number of facilities on the site. What extra are you going to add? Over the next few years, could you see what will become used more? Well, um, in the most recent times, the stats that we've been looking at, um, it's very interesting to see that now almost half the users of the website um, are um, coming from mobile devices. And um, so mobile is such a huge feature for for the web. And um, so we've got massive plans for apps and um, a responsive uh, website so that it can uh, sort of run on any any device because um, at the moment it's quite awkward to use the mobile and sort of zoom in on the pages and things like that so we're doing a lot of work um, now and uh, in the coming summer months to uh, launch uh, some new stuff that hopefully people will be able to use for many more years well excellent I, i'm sure we'll all enjoy seeing that coming peter and gordon been a real treat to have you in the studio we, we should play you out with the world without love but i'm sure <laughs> nigel hasn't got it queued up thanks ever so much for your time and trouble Thank thanks you. guys Cheers. okay um next uh, next home game we're, we're going to be playing uh, our shortlist of the goals of the season but here's our initial long list of them one back by Velasquez oh, 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 oh
goes out of form. He's back on spectacular form there. Lashing the ball into the roof of the net on 39 minutes. Palace 1, Huddersfield 0. Plays it square. It's Dicker Choi. Dicker Choi to win it. Oh, he's done it. Kagisho Dicker Choi. It's two goals in three minutes. And Crystal Palace have turned it round. There's Shorty going back top of the championship. It's Peterborough 1, Crystal Pugis 2. Here comes Johnny Williamson. Forward it goes to KG. Caught by a thumping challenge. It might break now for Glenn Murray. Glenn Murray with a great shot. What a wonderful goal. Glenn Murray makes it three with a screamer from 20 yards. Chance here. Murray's in the penalty area. Might come for Zahar. Zahar up to his right foot. Can he finish? He has. What a goal. Wilfred Zahar also almost out of nothing. It's a floating ball over the top. Murray did enough to put the defender off. Zahar on his left foot, onto his right. It was past the keeper before he knew what was happening. Zahar running up the middle. He might be able to latch onto this one. Brilliant control on the chest. Gets away from the defender. Right for the shot. That is magical. Simply magical from Wilfred Zahar. What a player. Wolves had this game in the pocket. And Palace have turned it on his head. And it's all down to the work of Wilfred Zaha. Controlled it, turned away from the defender, and smashed it into the top corner. Simply sensational. Delaney now, I think you're going to see every Palace player thrown forward. It's a ball. It's a ball to Murray. Oh, he's done it! Brilliant goal! <laughs> oh, lovely long ball forward by Delaney. It was a one-on-one with the defender. Murray won it and lashed it into the net for his 30th of the season. What relief, what joy around Tello. Palace 2, Leeds 2. Further away by Dean Moxley, who battles for it and can set Palace away now. And it's Johnny Parr and Moritz. Moritz has only got to touch this one to Parr, surely. There's the ball. Johnny Parr in. Back to Moritz. Must be five. It's five. Palace five. It's pitch nil. First goal in a Palace shirt for Andre Moritz. And that was a devastating counter-attack at the end. In comes the corner towards the far post. It's headed uh, down. And there's a charge of Palace who drives this in. And that is the opening goal of the game. And it goes to Crystal Palace's Dicker Choi, who has volleyed that in. From seven yards, it just dropped to him. Charlton did not deal with the corner, and he's rifled it into the roof of the net. High ball forward now to Murray. Murray's past the defender, is missing. He's got Will Zahar in the middle. He's going to go on his own. Chance here for Murray. Surely Murray, oh, a wonderful goal! Oh, what a magnificent goal. They get better and better and better. Murray picked the ball up. He ran at the heart of the retreating Derby defence. Had inside and smashed it into the roof of the net. Palace 3, Derby County 0. 